Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I'm your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I'm excited to have you back again for another episode. And I'm also excited about my guest today. But, you know, we think about it many times in life and how we wonder if we are more than enough, if we're reaching our potential, are we being all that we could be? And today, my guest, Ahmad, is going to talk with us today about one of his books that he's written, I Am More Than Enough. And I was really interested in um, having him on the show today to encourage you on today that you are more than enough. But before we get started, I want to let you know a little bit about Ahmad. Ahmad is becoming one of the most sought after motivational speakers in the world. He works in countries like Zambia. Um, in the United States, he has inspired professionals at companies like the Boys and Girls Club, MD, Anderson Cancer Center, and the Salvation Army. He published his second book, I Am More Than Enough, in April 2019 to address the many clients' confidence challenges in their personal and professional lives. When Ahmad is not traveling, speaking, or writing, he works as a humanitarian and a team ministry leader, volunteering his time to inspire youth to envision their futures beyond their challenges and circumstances. So thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, Ahmad. How are you today? I am well. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for being on. Just let the listeners know a little bit more about you. Well, that that's that could be a long conversation and we'll, <laughs> we'll keep it short. Um, but I like to say I'm just I'm a young man from the large town of New Caney, Texas, with a dream and a pen in my hand. Um, <laughs> the bottom line is I've been I've been a writer probably since I could walk um, and Though you read off all of the things I'm doing, whether it's speaking, consulting, uh, traveling, and doing all of these little things, curriculum building, everything comes back to the fact that I'm a, I'm a man with a pen in my hand, and I feel like that's my greatest weapon outside of the Bible, right? And so yes, that's, yeah. that's the gift that I was given um, to be able to to write and express things, and I've just I've lived out from that. Like no matter where what I've done in life, it always comes back to me having a pen. I did that coming out of college. I did that while I was in college. I graduated that. I did that most of my life. You know, I'm, I'm up to my third book written, this published. And so writing is my core. Everything stems out from writing because I feel like that is the that is the medium I choose more than any other to express what is going on in my in my mind. And I know there's so many other things I do, but I want people to know that the one skill that I'm so grateful for is my ability to be able to pick a pen up and be able to inspire people without ever even opening my mouth. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a gift from God itself to be able to do that and to encourage many just through the gift of writing that that is a special anointing and a gifting within itself. And I, so- would com- I would completely agree. 
Yes, yes. So, you know, my, the purpose of this episode we're talking about today is being more than enough. And many people feel, you know, that they're not enough, especially in a society where we're striving to succeed and advance in life. But is there anything you would say to the people that are listening right now who feel like they don't measure up? Absolutely. And I, I would, um, since, since your podcast is, is rooted or based in truth, Mm-hmm. Um, truth is the word of God. I would yes. basically say that there are no mistakes made by our father, mm-hmm. right? Um, all the way down to who was chosen to be your birth parents, which mm-hmm. a lot of us feel like we're not measuring up because of whatever your parents instilled into you or what your parents did not instill into you. And that is why, you know, honoring your father and mother is, is very profound uh, words. Because mm-hmm. you are, regardless of how you came up, you are supposed to honor those people. You're supposed to honor that institution. No one says you have to honor their actions, their words, and those things. So when people typically don't measure up, it usually has something to do with their upbringing. Mm-hmm. And, and I would tell them to, you know, first and foremost, like literally look in the mirror. And I mean, like, I mean, physically go look at yourself in the mirror and 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 reflect on what thoughts you have about yourself and, and and just really look at where you currently are and think about a time when maybe think about a time in your life and this is going to be hard for some people because some people say I've actually talked to someone who said they've never felt this way but think about a time when life was good you were you were happy satisfied or something along those lines when things were let's say going pretty well for you what was going on during that time and more so what was your mindset Right. I want everyone to get to the idea when you talk about more than enough, this is a mindset and a knowing. Right. And when Mm -hmm. you know that God created you to be great and amazing, it is up to you to find out what that calling is. And I'm not going to tell you that's an easy thing to do. However, it is a needed and and a necessity for you to be able to figure that out. Um, You know, obviously taking time to be in prayer, taking some time to to be in worship. You know, getting around community, which we'll get into a little bit more of that later. When you surround yourself with like-minded, good, righteous people, a lot of these things that you're talking about dissolve because sometimes you're in your echo chamber, you're in your silo, you're in your bubble, you're in what society is telling you to do, which is, you know, figure it out on your own. No, sir, no, ma'am, that is not how this works. You are to be part of a community. You are supposed to be a part of something greater than you. And when you get a part of that, lo and behold, some people can see things about you that you may not see. And your answer could be in starting at that point to be able to get to the point where you know that you are enough because others are pouring into you and and the and the spirit of God coming out of them, flowing through you and them together, creates something new and great to where you will know that not only are you more than enough, but you are called to be here and thrive and live with abundance not just enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, that's so important. Something that you mentioned that is uh, very key and is important is just to be able to get a relationship with the Lord and pray. Um, and I believe that he will, you know, what the scripture says, and we know all things work together for the good of them in Romans 8 and 28, yes. for those that love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. 
And so when you're called by God and when you love God and you have that relationship with him, the more and more you take that process to have, you know, spend that time with him, the more he will line up things around you to work in your favor. You know, there's a lot of things that we go through in life and there's a lot of challenges that we go through. But when we stay connected to the father, he will always um, allow things to happen as long as we hang on to him to line up, you know, states will have some bad days of mine, right? But when we trust in God, you know, he will cause us to line up with that community in which we're to be a part in order to show us that we are more than enough, as you said earlier. You know, you said something key uh, there, uh, Tiffany, you said something very key. You said, you know, we will all have bad days. Mm -hmm. Um, we should probably take some time for those out there. Cause I know someone listening is just like, yeah, so many of them, but what, what is bad? Mm-hmm. You just, you just spit, you just reeled off Romans eight twenty eight for all things are good. So, so if all things are made to be good, how bad actually is it? Right. Right. What, what I mean is that, is that we all have to, first of all, we have to understand and, and as we're as we're going into the, you know, it's a lot of awareness on mental health right now. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not going to disregard that mental health is real. Anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts, what is running rampant through our teenagers right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these different things are going on. However, some some people who are out there, maybe it's just a season for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a bad day. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes we have those days where it's just like, God, really? It's not <laughs> yep. and you know, I've already ruined my clothes. Uh, the junior's mad at me, you know, a flat tire. I didn't fill my gas tank up last night. It's cold outside. It's free. I mean, just so many things. And before you get to work, nine bad things have happened. Right. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to just pause and say, you know what? Thank God for those nine things. And you know, maybe while you're telling yourself that you don't believe it, you know, you have those mm-hmm. moments where it's just like, man, God, show me the good. I always make a joke about it. I'm just like, you know, God, there's a whole lot of stuff going on and I can't understand any of it. You know, you could, you can go ahead and show me where the good is in this because I'm, I, I'm lost. Like this is, this is kind of crazy around here. So, you know, instilling me, what, what do I need to see? You know, show me, show me, mm-hmm. your, show me your grace and mercy in this moment. And so, you know, we actually go through that uh, exercise and I am more than enough. It's called what's good here. And w- where I have people take you know, that long form tablet. I'm talking about the old school when the yellow pad is a <laughs> yeah. and you draw a line down that thing. And I want you to put good and bad on it. And I know I don't like the good and bad label, but for this exercise, it works. And you put on the left side, every place where your life is terrible. I mean, terrible. I mean, I want you to have, I want you to have the full pity party. Like, you know, when, when the ladies get together and you know, maybe go, maybe go grab something cheap from the store. We won't talk about what that is, but you all know what we're talking about and have those little parties where everybody's just, you know, pouring out all of the stuff that's just not right in their life, you know, and the guys, we sit around at the pool table and it's just like, yeah, man, let me tell you this. Let me tell you what's going on. And then it's just like, you're dumping all your trash out in the middle of the floor. And I want you to sit on that list for at least four hours, if not a half of a day. And then I want you to come back and look at that list. And look at all the stuff that you said is bad. First step, I want you to put on the other side of what's so say bad and find and tell me what's good about what happened there. Mm-hmm. Tell me what's good about what's happened there. Oh, you know, my, you know, my child is being disrespectful and not talking and talking back to me. What's good here? 
that means I can lean in more and I can really start to listen to what she or he are talking about as far as what, you know, getting to the root of the matter. Maybe I'll take them out for ice cream and say, you know, hey, Junior, what's, talk to me. You know, why, why are you so upset? And you'll be surprised what that 15 or 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes can turn into an hour. So what, what will end up happening is, is you'll either see that there is some good there. You just need to see where it is. Mm-hmm. Or you'll look down at something and say, I don't even talk to this person anymore. Why am I giving them real estate in my life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now? So mm-hmm. you just scratch that out. Like that, 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 that off the chessboard, right? You just completely take that piece off the chessboard. And so when you go down this, you'll either find where that was for the good of you or like, why is this even, why, is, why am I even giving this any, any mental real estate at all? And mm-hmm. so that is a, so I just, you, you sparked me when you said, you know, you had <laughs> some bad days, but the day wasn't bad. It was just an opportunity, not only to draw closer to your heavenly father, but it's also an opportunity to, to really compartmentalize what is going on in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Because somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, your thinking is not in the right place. We know perspective is everything, right? The, the way you see something, mm-hmm. we can all be looking at the same building and see four or five different things. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I want us to get to the point where we're thinking in the way God would think in a certain, like, you know, creating me the mind to be able to, to, to look at this situation through your lens, you know, let your words be my words, let your thoughts be my thoughts. And you get to that point to where you understand Romans 8, 28, and that becomes part of your DNA. Mm-hmm. And that's so good, Amar. I was just, we had a situation, me and my sister today, and, you know, we had something that skyrocketed, you know, with our mortgage and, you know, because of taxes and housing things. And, you know, she was like, well, I really, you know, I, you know, what are we going to do? I said, you know what? I said, God is going to take care of us. I said, we've always gotten through this, you know, where there's lack, he'll make up more than enough. And I'm even talking with her and trying to train her as well that, you know, like you said, you have to begin to look at all the situations that seem to be bad because you can always learn something from them and you can always take something good out of it. Um, but you know what I've learned too, Amad, is, is training, retraining our spirit, retraining our mind, retraining who we are and discipline ourselves to constantly, um, focus our mind on looking at, um, focusing on those things, what are good, pure, lovely, and just all of those things. When you begin to reprogram your thinking, um, then it becomes like second nature, you know, (laughs) but it's a process, but you have to reprogram it and it it takes time and it takes building yourself up on the word, getting around people that will encourage you, get around people that um, are at the same place where you are as, as far as encouraging, um, being positive, you know, seeing where, you know, God is going to do as far as in your life and being hopeful in that situation. And it's a mind thing that you have to, um, do. I'm, I think about Joshua. He says, I meditate on the word day and light that I may observe mm-hmm. to do according to all that is written. So he meditated on it day and night and what we meditate on day and night. It says, then he, I, I will be prosperous. Then I should have good success. So he understood pros, uh, success and prosperity came from or comes from the way we think. And so I really appreciate you sharing that, Amad, because I think as we understand that, we will begin to try to reprogram with the help of the Lord, our minds and our thoughts towards what he thinks. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it's, it's, it's such a, you said, you said meditate on it day and night. And like you said, what are you meditating on? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you mm-hmm. meditating on everything that doesn't work? 
right? right? And, and it's, <laughs> it's like, and, and, and you're, you're, you're sitting there, it's just like, you know, I, I, one of the big things I, I speak about a lot is, uh, is gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've been really working on this lately. And it's, it's, it's becoming part of a practice where it's just like, like, I'm, I'm grateful in the middle of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, you know, God, show me the good in this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for my next breath. I'm thankful. I'm thankful your presence is still here. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm thankful for mm-hmm. all of those things. And it's just like, and, and, and you, and you just want to get in that mindset where, where you're leaning in to, to the, to the good, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I think that's a societal issue uh, quite a bit because see, you know, the, the, you know, this next generation is what, what is the, the YOLO, you know, you only live mm-hmm. once and uh, <laughs> you, know, the, the, you see those memes that says, do what makes you happy. And, mm-hmm. and that's, and that's put a false perception out, especially on the younger generation. It's like, you know, <laughs> And I say this, and, and, and please, somebody don't, because I'll get some mail on this if I say it the wrong <laughs> way, and I'm going to go ahead and say it the wrong way and just deal with it. Um, like, life is not always just meant to be happy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's, it's not meant for just this, you know, whimsical, right. we're going to sit around and finger paint all day. Right, right. See, you know, you know, ice cream for everyone. You know, you know, what just a, just a, a buffet of whatever you want. You wake up at three o'clock in the afternoon and it's just like whatever you put your flip-flops on and just kind of hang out no that's not how work life works Mm -hmm. lately I've been looking at the idea of how people like use happy and and just really are are trying to strive for that Mm -hmm. but instead why not seek fulfillment see when you talk about fulfillment you're talking about responsibility you're talking about a commitment to something and if you commit to something greater than you, that's not going to be a process that's going to have a lot of happy days because it's going to cause some adversity mm-hmm. because you need to build and grow into it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're talking about the seed to the harvest, right? Mm-hmm. Under, that, under that ground where the soil is down there, it's dark. It's very dark. It's painful. That seed is trying to break out and become something, you know, the caterpillar to the butterfly. That mm-hmm. process is, it, and, and they talk about that, like the, the caterpillar dies because the caterpillar has to die mm-hmm. because you're no longer a, 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 a crawler along the ground. You're called for something higher. You're called to fly, but it comes with a cost. You got to give up something. Mm-hmm. You got to give up the walking and be stressed out, bone, uh, bones breaking, everything turning into to goo and mud. To be able to create the new version of you, which is the butterfly, and to get out of that cocoon is going to be some crying, it's going to be some pain, it's going to be some adversity, it's going to be some stress. That is a metaphor for life. And so when you seek fulfillment over being happy, you find that there's so much beauty in the struggle. I think that I think there's an old or new gospel song where, like, that you know, there's a there, there is some beauty. There's, there's some love, there's some mm-hmm. awesomeness in the struggle. Mm-hmm. And when we strive to that standpoint, we understand that the roadblocks, the broken ankles, the uh, the scars, um, the, the, the bankruptcies, the divorces, we realize all of these things not only are awesome, but they are for the good of us, right? Mm-hmm. And some are mm-hmm. self-inflicted, right? Some of what I mentioned is self-inflicted. And some of it is just, man, you know, it rains on the just and the unjust, right? 
Right. You know, gravity works for all of us. You can be the, the greatest preacher in the world. If you walk off the edge of a roof, you will fall and you could break something, right? I don't care how mm -hmm. safe or sanctified you mm -hmm. are. That is gravity. And so when we understand and operate from that standpoint, I think life has more meaning, which we have to get back to that. Mm -hmm. We have to get back to where life has meaning, not just going through as these weird, which these weird widgets or just, you know, robots like in ants and, you know, those different movies where it's just everyone's in this assembly line doing one thing mm -hmm. and one thing only and mm -hmm. no one their own mind. No one does and creates for themselves. Mm hmm. And, you know, and, and while you were talking, I was just thinking about that because society, if you let it, if you, it will try to form and shape who you are. And that's why it's so important to be comfortable in who you are and to be comfortable um, with the idiosyncrasies that you deal with, with yourself, knowing that God created every part of you and he knows the beginning and the end of you and allow yourself to be more comfortable um, in your own skin. And that comes through being able to be bold, to be able to do that. But, you know, Amon, you know, in what ways can experience of loss improve our self-perception? you know, and even make the best version of yourself? Because we've been talking about loss and different things, but how can that happen? <laughs> well, for one, um, <laughs> you know, and I, obviously somebody may have something that's still ailing them or whatever, but for the most part, you've overcome 100% of the challenges you've been faced with. Mm -hmm. So that's first and foremost, an amazing thing. So how about we be grateful for that? Mm -hmm. Like, we're still here, which means you still have the opportunity to fight. You know, the 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 spirit of God is still within you to go do something new and do something amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think the I think adversities um not only is a good sign of humility to just you know let you know that you are still human and you start you do still have some flaws, but I think it I think it builds I'm for sure that it builds faith. Mm -hmm. It builds faith because because you came out of it, like thanks. I appreciate that. So now, and, and you have, and you have some data, right? I'm, I, I, you know, I didn't do well in school, but I, I did. I have turned into a data nerd as I've gotten older. Like <laughs> I like statistics. I like seeing the, the, the ratio of, you know, how many people do this? How many people major in this? How many people have, you know, dealt with these types of things and overcome how many, all these little things. So when you've gone through something and I, not only that, I mean, we're talking, we're talking to church people out there. You have a testimony. Right, right. You, 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 you 30 year olds, you need to be pouring into the 18 year olds, mm -hmm. 18 year olds. You need to be serving in the ministry with the seven year olds, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody needs to, to, you know, go up to the patriarchy, the old school, you know, Papa, you know, he's mm -hmm. 70 plus, he's got all the wisdom in the world. And, and, and he, and he has some stories. Cause see the one thing you cannot, you can't learn experience. That's you can't right. learn 40. That's if right. You're 32. Mm -hmm. no, you can that's have cool. all the skills in the world, but you can't learn experience. That's right. You're going through these things. These things become part of who you are. It becomes part of a larger conversation. And for you to be able to pour into others and say, you know, let me, let me, let me show you something. I, I, I love, I love the, the teenagers I work with down here in our youth ministry. And, you know, I, I I ask God to use me in a particular type of way uh, to pour into young men who maybe have a strained relationship with their father. Cause I have two fathers, 
right? And and, mm-hmm. and, I, and that's the biggest blessing that could have ever happened. I got two mm-hmm. wise men pouring into me for my entire life. <laughs> I'm winning. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it took me a while. Like I had strife with both of them, but it took me a while to forgive my father. You know, we're talking 25 years. And so when I lean into my young man now, I'm like, hey, go have this conversation with your dad. Ask him these questions. I said, because what I don't want to happen to, happen to you, I don't want you to waste 25 years. Mm-hmm. It can only be two. Mm-hmm. And you can build that relationship. I was like, my mine was repaired in my late 30s, early 40s. How about mm-hmm. you get yours by 22? Right. So that's that's what the struggle, that's what overcoming does for you. To where now, once again, the community, the, the circle you keep can help get you out of situations because everyone's bringing a unique set of circumstances to be able to help the entire group through testimony, through sharing, right? And then mm-hmm. you, you know, you pray over the situations and get everybody on the same page and say, you know, we're going to have a council. We're going to have a team where we hold each other accountable for these different things. Hey, you said you had some addictions. We're going to lean on that. Hey, you said you're trying to rebuild your marriage. Hey, we're going to lean on that. Hey, you said you wanted to start a business. We're going to pray for your business. And now we have all the saints on one accord for multiple different things that want to happen. And that is what overcoming can do for you because now it brings you to the table where you're like, you know what? Let me see if there's anyone else out there as broken as I am and let's heal one another Mm -hmm. through prayer, through the blood and through and through and through the word of God. Yes, yes, yes. Ahmad, you really got my spirit jumping. You know, I thought about that even when I was growing up as a teenager and I was experiencing so much, you know, in life, sexual abuse and uh, just, you know, thoughts of suicide. And I remember being at the ministry where I was at at the time and the Lord sent an evangelist in there to send a prophetic word. And it just shifted the trajectory of my life because there was someone there that the Lord sent in order to show that there was hope. Um, and it's so important for you to understand, listeners, that God always has some a ram in the bush. There always is somebody there to encourage you, but you have to be willing to plug in um, and step out in faith and take that first step to say, hey, I'm struggling with this and don't keep it in. Um, but be able to share it with those that you know you've experienced it with and those in the believers in the body of Christ that you are close with. Um, like um, Ahmad said, it is so important because that is what gets you back to the process of healing when you're able um, to get to that point. And so, Ahmad, you know, give the listeners one strategy um, that they can use to eliminate distractions and move towards that what they want. Now we've gotten past this point of, you know, feeling sorry for ourselves. We've gotten past <laughs> this point, you know, of we now are starting to see who God says we're to be and what he's called us to do. So give us a strategy in which we can eliminate distractions and move towards more of what we want. Well, first and foremost, uh, obviously the, the foundation of everything is, 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 is prayer. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you need, you need to need to pray and you need to sit still and be quiet and let God speak to you. Right. That's first and foremost. And, you know, that's not like a one-off process. That's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. Like I tried this once, you know, you don't shower once a month. So <laughs> right. let's not, let's not go there with that. But I think, I think, you know, it, it depends on how you almost need to take inventory of what you do on a daily basis. And I would start with the idea of what do you do that requires no motivation whatsoever? Meaning you're just automatic with it. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Because everybody has a, a talent, a skill, or something to contribute to society. Everyone does. And so when you when you become intentional, obviously my first, my main thing would be to, to write stuff down. I know we've gotten into this technological age. You got a computer in your back pocket. You got a computer in your purse, right? And you want to type everything. I want us to go, I want you to go to the store and I want you to get one of those old school composition books, the ones that with the black and white checkers on the front that looks like a looks like a uh the, the TV when back when when mm-hmm. worked. I want you to go get one of those. And I just want you to start, I just want you to start journaling, writing, writing your thoughts down and see what you have in there. See if you can mine some diamonds out of those ashes and find out what it is that you truly want. Because a lot of times people. People don't reach any goal because they don't have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know where they're going. Mm-hmm. You know, I always, I always jokingly say when I go do my keynotes and some, and I'll be like, man, who wants, uh, I was like, somebody wants some more money. Who wants some more money? And they'll raise their hand. Yeah. And I'll flip them a penny. And they're just like, I didn't just want to, pay. that's more money than you had. <laughs> because we don't define what it is we want. Right. So we, we need to. And, and the thing is, is that, you need, to, you need to write things down, discover what it is you want. And if those two things are, are struggle, struggle for you, you need to go get what I, what I like to call an accountability ally. You need to go get your mm-hmm. mentor. You mm-hmm. need to get someone who's, who, who's direct, who loves you, but not infatuated with you, right? Mm-hmm. You want somebody who loves you, but is not a yes man or yes woman. Right. Someone who will check you. Someone who will say, um, when fill in blank here of name shows up, I'll be here. But right now I don't know who you are, right? To where they're holding you accountable to where when you put goals on paper and I do this with, uh, I do this with my people. Now uh, I have three people. I send my goals to at the beginning of the year, you write your goals down and you break it down. Obviously I have, um, I focus on seven areas um, for anybody who's, who's interested in that is physical, spiritual, financial, social, business, mental, and family. Um, those are the areas of life where I put where I put goals down, and maybe you can do the same. I do that's a t- that's seven different uh, areas. I do a top seven and a big three, so I do three goals for each of those, mm-hmm. and that can kind of help sift you through some things and sit with that, man. If it takes you takes you a week to do it, fine. It takes you a month to do it, fine. The longer it takes, you know, the more the more rough. But if if you need some help with that, then sit down with someone. But if you if you lay those out and just start thinking about what it is that I want then you can become more clear and then you can have a better focus. Cause when you wake up in the morning, you look over and say, okay, my goal is to make 127,000 this year. Where do I stand with that? Do I have, do I do the correct job to be able to earn that? Mm-hmm. Do I have enough clients to be able to reach that goal? Have I, have I eliminated the debt to where I can keep more money, right? Have I taken advantage of all the tax breaks that are out there for me? All mm-hmm. of these little things, happen when you have the goal out there of what you're trying to reach because then now you say okay if I want hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year then that means okay I need 10k a month where is that 10k coming from that's 2500 a week mm-hmm. am I generating that how do I generate that and so then you start getting because once you start putting things on paper you ask more questions mm-hmm. and as you ask more questions it forces you to have to think, forces you to have to research. This is where an accountability ally can help you as well. And there's a whole process that goes through this uh, that I've outlined in, in several of my materials. But just to give your, your, your audience a crash course, the focus starts in you focusing and sitting still for a minute, which I know is tough for some of us, you know, 
to, to sit still, put some things on paper. And I'm not talking about typing. I'm talking about writing it down mm-hmm. on plain tablets so that you can see it, read it and run with it, right? Mm-hmm. Once you get that down on paper. So that's that would be step one. That would be three steps. That would be three different uh, aspects to getting into getting a better focus on life. Mm-hmm. And listeners, you know, Ahmad is giving you guys, I mean, I'm telling you, it is some invaluable information on getting you started. There's no excuse um, where we can now start a new beginning. I don't even care where you may be at, at this particular point, but like he said, writing it down, you know, my, something simple is writing it down. It gets it in your spirit. It becomes a part of you. You're literally writing it down. And so I love that. And so listeners, as you're continuing to listen, just listen to this uh, episode over and over again, um, because there's many nuggets that you may not get on the first time, but you can go back and take notes so that it helps you to get to where you want to be. And before we finish today, Ahmad is also going to give you the information of how you can get in touch with them and get more resources. But before we finish that today, Ahmad, I know there are listeners out there um, that may be going through and feel like that they're not enough. Would you pray for those individuals um, that are listening right now? Absolutely. And, and if, if you don't mind, can I, can I, can I follow up on the, on the ghost thing? Cause I want, I, I want yes, to go ahead. Yes. Real quick. So, um, when you write things down, there's a process that that goes on, and we're talking about the we're talking about the mindset here. So you're thinking about something, you're thinking about it. That's step one, and then you write it down. That's step two. Then you read it to yourself. That's step three. Step four is that you hear it, and now it's back in your mind again. So a five step process where it goes full circle of all of many different senses all together. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you think it, write it, read it aloud, you hear it, and then you think, and then it comes back and it reprocesses itself. So, um, so doctor, do you um do you have do you have any any, any prayer requests? Does uh, does your audience have have a prayer request out there that we can that we can? Uh, well, usually they in? have what what happens is they'll usually send in comments afterwards. Um, okay. There. Um, but just in general, for those that um, you, I think about, I think about some of the listeners that say that they, you know, don't like even that's why I did this one, because it's like you're not more than enough or you don't know how to get started or the process. Mm-hmm. You love God. Um, mm-hmm. Those doubt thoughts of doubt that continue to come in. And those are the particular um, prayer requests that I would like for you to pray for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Let's bow our hands. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank yes. you for this moment. Lord, thank you for this podcast and this opportunity to yes. share with your saints across the country and across the world. Lord, I just ask you to just rain blessings down on those who are listening. Lord, those who are who feel stuck. Lord, those who feel that they don't measure up, that, they, that they've forgotten possibly, Lord, who you created them to be. Yes. Lord, I ask you to just show your face to them. Show them, show them your grace and mercy, Heavenly Father. Show them your strength. Heavenly Father, let them not only know that you've never left nor forsaken them, but that you were never left. Heavenly Father, you've been there the whole time, Lord. Help them awaken to this truth at this very moment. Lord, for we know that you are not just a God of good enough. You are a God of more than enough. Yes. Of abundance of the cup runneth over, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just ask you to just put blessings in these people's lives that they didn't know existed, Heavenly Father. Open up new doors 
for opportunities for them, Lord. I ask you to just increase them in every area of their life, Lord, and their spiritual life, yes. Lord, their mental life, and yes. their professional life, and their family life. And yes. Lord, if we're talking about the family, restore the family unit, Lord, yes. right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bring back fathers and mothers together in, in your name, Heavenly Father, Lord. Bring healing to these homes, yes. Heavenly Father, that, that have been broken through societal pressures, Lord. For Lord, the enemy has no place here, Heavenly Father, but he's running rampant through our societies, pitting uh, sons against daughters, mothers against sons and fathers, and so many different things. Lord, I'm just asking you, Lord, to just run, put the blood of Jesus over yes, all of these Lord. families, Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord, I want you, Holy Spirit, go through all of their homes, through every square foot, and bring peace. Lord, bring yes, wisdom, Heavenly Father, and just allow them to just come together with you as the center and say, we are going to be here in spirit and in truth, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just ask you to just bless the fathers out there, Lord. Allow them to be the leaders you have called them to yes, be, Heavenly Father, to where, to where they are the example of not only the community, but of the world, Heavenly Father. Let them walk with the spirit of truth. Let them walk with their heads held high and their shoulders rolled back and their chest out and saying, I will be the leader of this next generation. Lord, allow the mothers out there to be the nurturers you are calling them to be, yes, Lord. To be, to, be the, to be the help me of the men in this situation. Lord, bring everyone back to the table, Heavenly Father, to where we can have not only a conversation, but a prayer with one another, yes. Lord. Lord, allow, allow the, the spirit of your worship to just reign through all the ears across this country, Heavenly Father, and heal our land, Heavenly Father. There's so much division right now. There's so yes. much strife, Heavenly Father. There's so much evil, Lord. Lord, we ask you to get anything that is not of you out of this country. Yes, God, right in the name, in of, the name Jesus. of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to just... Holy Spirit, go through the schools, Heavenly Father. In the go name through of our Jesus. media, Heavenly Father. In the name go through of the Jesus. medical field, Heavenly Father. In the Father. name of Jesus. Go through all of these different apparatuses, these pillars of society, Lord, that have been corrupted by the enemy, Heavenly Father. Jesus. I ask you to just strengthen them, Lord. Put godly soldiers back in these places, Lord. Put teachers who are not afraid to say your name in these classrooms, yes, Heavenly Father. Lord. Restore the churches. The Lord to where the pastors are teaching from your word, Heavenly yes. Father, and not their own thoughts, Heavenly yes. Father, Lord, to where we bring back accountability, Heavenly Father, yes. to where you have rules and mandates, bring the commandments back and put them front and center at the front of the churches, Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, I pray for all of these men out here who stand up and, and proclaim the name of Jesus, Heavenly yes, Father, God. Lord, I'm just asking you, Lord, for you heard what we're calling what we're calling for. We you've heard our cries, Lord. Heavenly Father, we bow to you. We 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 are we are at your feet, Heavenly Father, because we know that your grace and mercy is greater than anything we could ever deal with yes, on this earth. Father. For Lord, we love you and thank you. And we ask all these things in your heavenly son, Jesus' name, whom we love, thank and give everything to you. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost today. And I know that what he has prayed for you listeners today, that there is even now a divine shift that's happening in your life. There is a divine shift taking place. There are things that are lining up for you. The Holy Spirit is moving on your behalf. And I believe and know that there is a divine spirit shift that is taking place and things are getting better for you. So thank you so much again, Ahmad, for being a part of the podcast and just blessing us with your presence. Let the listeners know how they may get in contact with you and to get more of your resources.
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, AhmadVital.com. That's A-H-M-A-R-D-V-I-T-A-L.com. Uh, that's the hub for everything. The, the books are there. There's merchandise there. My contact form is there. If you, you have some young people in your life, you have some groups or whatever, and uh, no matter where you are across the country, across the world, you know, reach out to us through that platform and we'll see if we can work some things out and get on out to, uh, to whatever location you're part of. Uh, we're doing a lot of that work. We're leaning very heavily into team ministry right now. Um, actually, actually on my way to go uh, take care of the girls night uh, here tonight and work <laughs> security for them. Love my teens. So um, you have some teens who are struggling right now. Um, that is a really big issue right now. Suicidation mm-hmm. and depression is at, at an all time high. So if there's some opportunities there, uh, reach out to our team and we'll uh, we'll get something worked out. Also, um, I am more than enough. Awaken the Baller Within and the newest book. Now what? Five steps to get up and create the most of life. All of them are on, available on on multiple platforms, uh, whatever bookstore is your favorite, uh, go ahead and go over there and, and check that out. Um, also, if you want to preview the newest book, uh, my publisher has a link for you. It's booknowwhat.com. That's booknowwhat.com. You get a free digital copy. You can check it out. We'd love for you to be able to, um, to purchase your own copy. We, we, we'd love to be able to share with you. Um, I Am More Than Enough is available as well. And just Really, we're here. We're here for the next generation. Or mm-hmm. We're here to build that bridge to the next generation. So if you need help and you need some hammer nails or just someone to just hold that up while somebody walks across, uh, reach out to us. We're, we're here to serve the youth. Uh, we're here to serve the greater good of people. And we're here for something bigger than ourselves. And so uh, AhmadVital.com, info at AhmadVital.com. Reach out to us. Let us know you were on the on the Tasty Tidbits podcast, and you know we'll we'll have some gifts uh, to be able to share with you and be able to get some some materials out to your youngsters out there who who are dealing with a lot right now, mm-hmm. and, and they need us more than ever. Yes, Lord, they do. I love my young people, um, and and just uh, you know I think about that a lot. Even the uh, young guys that you know um, are in my ministry or that, you know, we come across and they're, you know, trying to battle not being in a gang or, you know, being, you know, a part of a gang. And it's just, and I just, it's just such a blessing to see you that you are being involved with the young people because they are our next generation. They are the ones that are going to be the ones that are leaders in leading our society. And so I commend you for the work that you do now. Ahmad, you say you do travel. So if they want to call you, they can, they can, uh, you know, contact you and reach you to find out more about you traveling to where they are. <laughs> yes, uh, we, my manager, my manager and I already took the 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 20, 20 hour flight to Zambia. Wow, uh, years ago uh, during Thanksgiving, uh, we did a seminar down there with the uh, with an economic uh, with an economic organization uh, working to be able to bring bring some things to Zambia, and mm-hmm. so. Um, so yes, we we are willing to travel. I'm I'm going out of town in a couple of weeks to go uh, speak to a group out in Austin, Texas. So um, we're 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 making moves, setting some things up for New York as well. So um, um, the, the work is the work is needed everywhere. There's no shortage of the amount of work. It's just mm-hmm. how many soldiers are we going to put on the battlefield? And so my goal is to to pour into these youngsters and tr- and and try to create more soldiers. Yeah, right? because we 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 need we need more strong men. We need we need more la- need more ladies who are going to be you know in a position to be able to support these men who are going out and building the world. And that's and that's going to be a great a great hill to climb um, because we're about forty something plus years of all this stuff that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're 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 well past the time. Like we're what they say was the breaking point. We're well past the breaking point. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, mm-hmm. Men and women just don't know their their roles, their their God given roles in society today. That's mm-hmm. not my opinion. Just look outside, look at people in your family, you know. And it's, and we we have to get back to restoring to where to where God to where to where Christ is the center of our homes mm-hmm. and, and, and restoring it from that standpoint. And you know, I'm yeah. willing to put my life in that position at this point. And I may not be around to see the, the full fruits of my labor, but you'll be for sure. I'm going to build 10 more of myself before I leave here. That's Amen. 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 And so listeners, we will have Ahmad's information uh, even in this episode so that you can be able to go directly to him and to find out more about him. And let's uh, replicate ourselves for the kingdom of God. Let's do what God called us to do as Ahmad said that we can push the next generation that all we want and when we when we can get to heaven we could he could say well done thy good and faithful servant. And so if we're serving in the kingdom and we are allowing God to heal us and use our testimony for someone else and change someone else that's what counts. And so we thank you for being a part today, Ahmad. And we thank you listeners for even listening again and tuning in. And until next time, have a wonderfully blessed day. God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.